I shouldn't feel so tired. This shouldn't feel so hard. And we should all over ourselves. And it keeps us from making any progress because all we are focusing on is what we can't do or what we don't want to do or what feels hard. Instead of recognizing how far you have come and what you have made it through and how amazing you are. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Husband in Law podcast. Today it is me, Jessica, just me for a solo episode. I really hope you've been enjoying these interviews that we've been having. I think that they are very important conversations to have and start thinking about whether you can dive full in on any of these topics. You can't, like, you can't dive into all of them, but I'm sure there's something that's come up that you're like, oh my gosh, I need to know more about that. I need more education in this area. And I hope that you pick one or two or three or whatever and dive in, or at least keep it in the back of your head for later when you're like, when I am ready, this is something I want to dive into. This is something I need to learn more about. So hope you're enjoying those and send me feedback. Let me know which has really hit, which things you'd like to hear more about, all of that stuff. Like, I want to know. I want to hear from you. I sit here every week and talk to you, but I want to hear back from you. That's one of the reasons I love offering free coaching calls is because then I get to connect with so many of you in a more real setting. Like it's still via Zoom, but at least we get to go back and forth. And it's not just you sitting here listening to my voice, which oddly enough, I used to hate the sound of my voice. Have I ever shared that with you guys? Like I used to not be able to listen to me on a recording. I still don't love doing it, but I host a podcast now, like crazy, so crazy to me. Anyway, that is not the topic of today. First and foremost, before we dive in, I want to let you know that this is the last chance for you to be able to get the early bird pricing for the upcoming workshop that I have. It is happening in Boise. It's, I believe, 9 to 2.30 on August 24th. And it is a great way and a super affordable way for you to be able to come and learn and grow and be in community with women who are going through something similar to you. Women who have experienced crisis in their life, in their relationship, are going through something hard. The majority of women that I do get are women who have had a partner come out. But that being said, There are so many feelings and things that we can all relate to. And so this workshop is for any of you. I am also offering when you sign up for the workshop, or if you're like, Jessica, give me information about this. I have a VIP brunch happening the next day. So if you come to the workshop and you're like, hey, I want more coaching, this is going to be a very intimate group, 10 to 12 women who are going to meet up with me for drinks and brunch at Bacon here in Boise, and we are going to have a wonderful time. If you want details on that, please let me know. But it is going to be such a powerful in-person coaching event that day. So, so many great things, and I am so excited about all of them. If you want information, head to the show notes. The VIP brunch is not in there. That's a very, I have limited that. So let me know, reach out specifically if you want information for that. Today's episode, I have just been finishing up a trails challenge with my dad. There is a Boise trails challenge here, uh, here in Boise, duh, obviously, (laughs) where what it is, is it is a challenge to do 175 of the trails in the foothills 
in a month. And it started initially as a challenge to do them on your bike. And I am not a mountain biker. I have been mountain biking and I do own a mountain bike, but it scares the crap out of me. I prefer to have my feet on the ground. And so it has evolved to include anybody who wants to complete the trails in some way. And so my dad and I decided this year to give it a whirl. We weren't trying to finish because we knew we had lots of family obligations during this month, but we committed to doing 50% of it. And at this point, we're a couple days from finishing. We will hit 50%. And now the goal is to do 100 miles. So, And I think my dad's at like 98 miles. So he's going to get there for sure. I'm going to too. I just have a few more miles to get that in. But as we've been doing this, it's been really interesting to watch because we did not train for this. This was not on our radar. I mean, we had talked about doing it, but life happened and we weren't able to prepare for it how we wanted to. We weren't able to put in the time and the miles to be able to do this in a way that really felt really good. It still feels good, but in a different way. So when we had started, we had ran, I think, two, we'd gone running like two times in the foothills and done a total of like six miles at most. (laughs) And so we dove into this and we are running on our short runs, like at least six miles in one run. And often we're going up to 12, 13 miles. And the other day I went out running with my dad. We woke up at 4.30 in the morning. We were on the trail by 5.15 and ran 11 miles. And also this is very loose (laughs) saying a loose term of running. We are doing a lot of hiking, jogging, um, and occasionally we are actually running, but we're calling it running. And we did 11 miles at 5.15 in the morning, and it was a lot of work, and it was a lot of fun. It's a beautiful time to go running in the morning with the cool, fresh air and the sunrise, and it was just great. So we get done, and I'm like, okay, I need to catch up to my dad because he ran when I was out of town with Matt and while I was on my period because I don't like to do that when I'm on my period. It's just not a healthy thing for me. And so... um. I'm trying to catch up to him. So the other night, after we'd ran 11 miles in the morning, Matt and I went back out and Matt went mountain biking and I ran a trail on my own. And it was really interesting because I've not been on a trail by myself for a long time. And I was so tired. I had already ran 11 miles and I was doing about a six mile loop on a trail I'd never been on before. And I'm up there running and I'm totally getting in my head. I am just like, oh my gosh, Jessica, you are so slow. This feels so hard. It's only six miles. You can do this. (laughs) It's just making me emotional. I don't know why, but I just kept thinking like beating myself up in my head as I'm running and not completely like I'm pretty good at, at managing that, but they just kept creeping back of like, why am I so tired? This is so hard. And then I like snapped myself out of it. And I was like, Jessica, you ran 11 miles already this morning and you are here doing another six tonight. And three weeks ago, you hadn't ran more than three miles in one run. You are freaking crushing it. And I was like, yes, I am crushing it. It's okay that this is slow. It's okay that it's taking me longer than what I had planned. It's okay if Matt has to wait at the car for an extra 15 minutes for me to get there. He's not going to be mad or disappointed. (laughs) He's not going to think, oh my gosh, Jessica's so slow. 
you guys, I have to tell you, like when I ran up to the car, Matt was there and he was so proud of me and impressed. And he didn't say anything. He was like, you went so great. I had texted him, told him I was slow. And he's like, you were not slow. I just got here 10 minutes ago. It was awesome. It's perfect timing. And I just kept thinking like, I'm sitting here trudging along, beating myself up and missing the beauty that's around me. I am neglecting to see the good that's happening right here. And so I kept trying to force myself to look up when I could. You do need to watch the trail when you're running, especially when you're tired because it's easy to fall. But I would look up and see the beautiful sunset and I would look up and see the light as I was like running towards it, basically. And it made me think about you. And about when you are going through something hard, I work with women every day who are sharing their hardest experiences with me, who are reaching out because they need support. And men, I have to say that. Like, I'm I'm not currently coaching men, although I would if you are interested in coaching and you, like, I will coach whoever resonates with me. If you're like, Jessica, I want your coaching, let's do this. Like, I'm here for you. But in this moment, right now, I currently only have women in my coaching programs. And again, they're sharing their hardest things with me. And most of the time, I am helping them work through not beating themselves up about it, of them telling themselves, I should be farther along. I shouldn't feel so tired. This shouldn't feel so hard. I shouldn't want X, Y, and Z. I should be able to show up for my family differently. I should be able to show up for my partner differently. And we should all over ourselves. And it keeps us from making any progress because all we're focusing on is what we can't do or what we don't want to do or what feels hard. Instead of recognizing how far you have come and what you have made it through and how amazing you are, because dang it, whatever you have done is like me running that 11 miles in the morning. You are worn out. You are exhausted. You have done so many hard things, and so it is going to feel harder when you need to do something later on, when you need to maybe get out of bed, when you need to make a meal for your children, when you need to show up to work. Those things feel harder and heavier than they have ever felt before. And I'm here to tell you, it's okay. It's okay. It's also okay to release some things that you need to do. It's okay to say, you know what? I can't do that thing today. It's okay to say, I need to order DoorDash. I need to ask somebody to help me with this. I need somebody to watch my kids for a couple hours. I need somebody at work to help me with this project. Whatever it is, it's okay. You get to release some of that. You don't have to carry it all. You don't have to run the extra six miles in the evening if you don't want to. You have and you are doing enough. It's not expected that you do more. This is the time that you release those things that feel too hard, that feel too heavy. I also want to challenge you during this time to look for the moments of good, to look for the moments of beauty, and to see just little moments. It's not something you have to fill your life with toxic positivity and just pretend like everything's okay and everything's beautiful and wonderful. I don't want that for you. I want you to take a second and look up at the light that is in front of you. Look around and see the love that is filling your life. Take just a moment and remember those things 
because you need to remember them so that you can keep going. One of the reasons I kept running on that run was, first of all, I was on a loop and I had to to get back to Matt. And I didn't run the whole time. I hiked some of it too. But also, I just kept thinking, first of all, there's this beautiful sunset in front of me that the farther I ran into it, like towards it, the more I could see and the more beautiful it was. And another thing was thinking, Matt is at the end of this and I get to be with him when I'm done. I know he's going to be excited for me. I know he's going to be proud. And what a beautiful gift that is. And that joy and love and whatever it is you want is waiting for you too at the end of this journey. And it's not an end. It's a continuing journey. But dang it, you are going to have so many more tools. You are going to have a recognition of how strong you are and how capable you are as you continue forward. And again, that doesn't mean you have to push harder than you can push. It doesn't mean you need to do more than you can do. It does mean that you are going to acknowledge how damn hard this is and how much progress you have made and give yourself grace. In the programs that I have, we work through these different things. And I always say you have to be gentle is the first step. You learn how to be gentle with yourself when you are going through something hard. And you guys, it is so hard for us to be gentle with ourselves. We beat ourselves up. We tell ourselves we're not good enough. We should all over ourselves. So the first step is learning how to be gentle with yourself. And then that second step is being humble. And being humble means to learn what it is you really want, to be teachable, to get clear, to understand other people, to see things from a different perspective. We are going to be humble. And in that process, we have to continue to be gentle with ourselves. And then the last step is to be bold, to go be boldly yourself. Go be bold. Go do what feels right to you. Know what it is that you want. Trust that instinct that is inside of you. It is telling you where you need to go and what you need to do. And it is not wrong. It is not wrong. It might be teaching you a lesson. It might take you down a path where you have to pivot. That's because you needed to understand that the path you went on was not the right one for you. And you can have clarity about that. I firmly believe that. So many tangents I could go on here, but I want you to understand first and foremost, that you have to be gentle with yourself. You have to be gentle with yourself. And if you are looking to understand how you can be more gentle with yourself, please let me know. This is what I do. This is the work that I do is I can help you create that gentleness with yourself and then the belief that you are worthy, that you are capable, and that you can move forward. I was thinking the other day, I actually think about this a lot, is Somebody once told Steve and has told me, and if by some chance you are new here, Steve is my ex-husband, and they told us that Steve had ruined my life, that he had ruined Penny's life, that he had ruined this person's life. And this is somebody that's very close to Steve that told him this. And I just thought, like, Steve was crushed and he carried that weight. He already felt that inside himself. And then to have this person tell him that was crushing. And I told Steve, I said, Steve, you do not have the power to ruin my life. I am not going to give you the power to ruin my life. Yes, it created something different than what I had expected for my life. Yes, because of what we went through, my life had some hard moments. But dang it, I would not change a thing because now I know my strength. Now I understand how to move through hard things in a totally new way and in a way that feels true and right for me and for my daughter. And I am so grateful for that. 
please don't give anybody the power to ruin your life. They don't have that power. This experience, whatever it is you're going through, may teach you your personal strength. It may teach you how to see that strength. It is going to create belief in you if you allow it to. You can sit here telling me why you can't have that. You can sit here and tell me why this other person has ruined your life and why you can't move past it. And dang it, that's fine. If that's where you want to live, then let's live there. But I sure as hell do not want to live there. I am ready to move on. And I did. And you know what? I know you can too. I know you can have the life that you want. I know you can claim your voice, that you can speak up with surety, that you can know what it is you want clearly, that you can hear your gut in you telling you what it is you want and need and make decisions that are right for you. It will not look how you planned it out. It will not look how you wanted it to look, but you can have all the feelings you want. You can have all of the life that you want and you will get there in a way that feels so good to you. My friend, I am sending you so much love. And I want you to know that it is okay to be gentle with yourself. Beating yourself up on the trail, on the path, isn't going to get you anywhere. If I had kept down a negative self-talk in that moment on that trail that night, I would have ended up crying on the trail, like just sitting down and sobbing, which would have been fine for a minute. But also, I wanted to get off the trail because it was getting dark. So I changed the way I was talking to myself. I shifted the approach. And you can too. It is there for you. You've got this. It is time to be gentle with yourself and stop beating yourself up. This is a sign of strength. Being gentle with yourself and asking for support, seeking out support in the way that you need, that is the strongest, boldest thing you can do. And I mean that with all my heart. We have a lot of listeners here on this podcast. You are one of them. I have a lot of followers on Instagram, more than I ever thought I would have. And you know what? There are a handful of people who get on calls with me. There are a handful of people who take action and start working with me. Those people are the boldest people that I have come in contact with. They are bold. They are strong. And not everybody needs to be in contact with me. I'm not saying you are weak or anything if you haven't been. But I just know that when you take action, that is where your strength lies. When you acknowledge you need help, when you acknowledge you need support, when you are willing to reach out to a friend or a family member or a therapist or a coach or whoever it is and say, hey, I need this support right now, that is when you are in your strength. When you allow yourself to cry, that is when you're in strength. When you are gentle and loving with yourself, that is when you are in your strength. I want you to feel that. I want you to know that. I also want you to know I am here cheering you on 100%. I am here for you to support you. This is my work. This is all I want to do. Literally, that's what I wake up thinking about. That's what I go to bed thinking about. I, of course, think about my family. I love my family, my friends, and all of those things. But this is a drive in my life is to be here to support you and help you move forward. And dang it, I have to say, I'm pretty good at it. If you are ready for support, if you are ready for action, please, please, please join us in one of the many ways that you can. Please be gentle with yourself. Acknowledge that you are strong. Acknowledge that you are capable. Acknowledge that you are worthy because you are and you've got this. You can make it through those six miles. You can find what's on the other side. You can create that belief in yourself that you are capable. You have got this and I am sending you so, so much love. 
All right, my friend, if you are really ready for more, please, please, please come and join us at this August in-person event. Like there is nothing like being in person and community together. It is so empowering. And also I might possibly have one more spot at the retreat available at this time. I don't know because I'm recording this a couple weeks ahead of time, but if you're like, I can't make it to the in-person event, but I want to come to the retreat or vice versa or whatever it is, go find a good spot for you. The link to join the in-person workshop that is happening on August 24th is in the show notes. If you are like, hey, I need to know what is a good fit for me, let's get on a call and figure that out and also see where it is you need clarity. Like, let's get you moving forward. Now I have a free uh, link in the show notes that you can get a free call there. If there's anything else, send me an email, pop into my DMs. I don't care. Like I am here for you. Reach out in any way that feels good to you. I'm sending you love. You can do this. Let's create that belief in you so that you can take back your life, that you can claim your life and live a life that you love and do the work that you were sent to this earth to do. I'm cheering you on. I know you're strong. I know you're capable. Let's create that belief in you. Head to the show notes, click the link. Let's go. 